hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with will and Hello and welcome back to another episode of Just Law Podcast. We are in Mental Health March and today we have a very special guest, one of my friends. We have Becca Langsam. I'm so excited to be here and to share all my self-care tips. Um, to peel behind the curtain, Leah did call me a self-care queen um, in preparation for this podcast. So I mean, I take that title really with honor. You are. Um, I also consider myself a self-care queen. I do practice self-care Sunday every week. Kylie skin face mask. I uh, sit in my robe for a half hour and don't think about anything. Um, And that's my favorite form of self-care. But before we get to our self-care segment, I'm going to read you some statistics that I got from the website Lawyers Concerned for Lawyers, which is a great resource for anyone who is concerned Um, about themselves or maybe someone else and their mental health, or they have a lot of resources on alcoholism and different things like that, definitely check out that organization. But one statistic is 96% of law students experience significant stress compared to 70% of med students and 43% of grad students. Becca, does this surprise you? Wow. Um, it doesn't surprise me that we're the majority, but I have to say the overwhelming majority is a little, that that's a pretty overwhelming majority. Does it there. feel like 96% of our classmates experience significant stress? Yeah. If not 100, I'm surprised it's not 100%. I know. I want to know this? who that for. Yeah. Yeah. Who's experienced no stress? What are they doing? Maybe they're the real stress. self-care queens we should be talking to. Maybe they should be on your podcast. Sorry, guys, I I experienced stress. I'm part of the 96%. But I think that's important because sometimes you do see people and they seem like they're going through law school carefree. And we know from talking to them, maybe getting a little deeper that they aren't. But it can be tough to navigate law school seemingly alone. Um. And so my next statistic is for you is with rates of depression at the end of the first semester of law school are approximately four times higher than that of the general population. So 27% of people in law school at the end of their first semester report feeling depressed, whereas 7% of the general population does this doesn't surprise me at all. No, not at all. Um, if you're listening to this and have gone through 1L, then you're like, I get it. And if you're listening to this and haven't, it's not um, a reason not to do it, but it is really hard. Um, and we'll talk more about the sort of most mental and emotional toll that it takes. Um, when they say law school is hard work, I think this is the side that in some ways like makes us all together because we all like, we all were experienced that depression together, but it's definitely not fun or something we should necessarily perpetuate. Yeah, and we can go into talking about that now and kind of talking about the stress that we personally feel where it comes from and how we deal with it. So if you want to start and kind of say, what were you surprised about maybe coming to law school that was stressful and what didn't surprise you? 
Yeah, so um, it shouldn't surprise a lot of people that I came to law school with anxiety. Uh, and that was a lot of things in the law school environment made it worse. Um, before I go there, I'll start with the positive is that there is this sort of nice feeling that everyone's going through it together. Um, mm -hmm. Everyone's sort of stressed in their own way, but that can be really, really hard uh, because everyone's handling, you know, the stress of being just brutally compared to your classmates, learning and you, everyone's coming from different backgrounds. So someone may be coming from a law firm, you may be coming straight through from college in, in a discipline so unrelated to law that you just feel like you're bringing all this stuff into the room and not to mention there's just so much pressure to think about careers and to think about where you are in comparison to other people that that stress in that law school environment just sort of tends to build and just snowball. Yeah, I know that when I came in, I was not used to being compared to my classmates. I was a communications major. I just kind of rolled through college doing my own thing, rarely had a study group and did pretty well. And I came here and everything is what's everyone else doing. And I was really not used to comparing myself to other people. Yeah. And um, just like not used to also like methods of success and habits. I think something that was hard for me this like the first few months is, you know, I would want to leave the library and you're leaving the library and there are people in there who are going to be there all night. Mm -hmm. uh, and I am just like, I have pulled one all nighter in my entire life and it was like not by choice. So that's just not the way I work. And I had to, it had a really, it sounds crazy, but I had like anxiety leaving the library. Um, because I was like, am I not studying enough? Am I, you know, is this extra hour that they're going to get going to, you know, be that extra push and that type of thinking, like coming at you from the other side is just like, so not helpful. No, um, not at all. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we've gotten there. It takes a while to be a queen. You got to work there. But I, I had to learn, you know, what was successful for me. And it was, I, it was hard because I would look at successful students or what people I perceived to be successful whether that was because they had the right answers in class or I, you know, through the grapevine had heard that they got a good grade in a class and I would be like, should I model their behavior? But that was like, that sort of ultra comparison um, was really harmful for my self-esteem. And yeah, I had to step away from that to get like much more grounded in my law school experience. And it was work and it's like, you know, I, I'm grateful that I did it and I'm grateful like friends having find like peers among you is like huge um, in that process. Yeah, I know back when we were in the library, you and I would have time where we would go get a coffee or something like that, where it'd be like in half an hour, we're going to focus for that time and then we're going to get a coffee and we're not going to talk about school. We're going to talk about the Kardashians or something, you know, that is so far away from civil procedure. And I always found that super helpful and yeah. or getting off campus for 20 minutes, something like that. But you said something that I think is important, which is all nighters. They work for some people so great for them. You and I, we like to sleep. Yeah, we uh, so like Leah and I are we I feel like ostracized for this because like it's not common in law school yeah. I like to go to bed early I like a Me good too. like eight thirty nine. like I 
I call myself sort of a vampire studier. Like when the sun goes down, so does my brain. Like I just mm-hmm. can't do it. I know it's the opposite, but it works. If you think it works, it. it works. And so like, I'm just not an evening studier. Um, but I do like to wake up crazy early, which some people are like, you like, that's insane. Um, so yeah, no, like that's, um, I got this from Amy Poehler's memoir, a little plug here. I always <laughs> say good for you, not for me. Uh, and like, no shame, no shade, just good for you, not for me. And that's a part of self-care is figuring out like beyond just the, what can you add to your life? It's how can you structure your life to physically care for yourself and eat? That's important. I know first semester of law school, I was so anxious, which was not a, a feeling that I was really used to that. I only ate muffins, coffee, and sour patch watermelons and it did a number on my stomach and my stomach lining and it wasn't good for me and I think something people realize is you have to sleep you have to eat but what you sleep and what you eat can be different from what other people are doing yeah I think they're also like totally you need to eat well and we can yeah I can do like a quick 10 by like 10 tips to take care of yourself um oh, quickly. uh those would be like you gotta eat you gotta just like give force yourself to give yourself sustenance you can't live on sugar and caffeine you'll crash eventually uh my second one is like you always have time for at least a 15 minute break and mm-hmm. you should always stop and take a break instead of keep working through being anxious about taking a break um 15 minutes we live in especially lawyers are so guilty of it is like you've got to get just churn out uh working as you know many hours in the day as you can but like if and especially because we bill for time when you start looking at 15 minutes that's you know a 0.2 on your scale Mm -hmm. and it's like can really be harmful but um as a public interest student who fights for workers rights like you also have to turn that internally to yourself and say like I have 0.2 like I even have 0.5 to take a break like 30 minutes is really not that long in the scale of your day and like you, you know, if you have to push one thing at the end of it, like if it gets to 930, I need to go to bed and I need to do one of my readings in the morning. Um, it did like, that's just what I need to do. And like, I have friends who I'll text, they'll text me a question um, at night and they'll be like, you know, like, uh, have you done the reading for this class? And I had to learn to be like, no, I haven't done it. I'm going to get it done tomorrow. Yeah. And that's like, that wasn't me in undergrad and undergrad I had everything done the night before. But, you know, your, your styles change. And I think setting up boundaries between you and your, like, you and your peers and knowing what works for you uh, yeah. helps, like, yeah, like valuing your process. I had my therapist recently say to me, you need to take one hour every day just for yourself. And I was like, are you crazy? I, I don't have one hour. And then I thought about it in that 15 minutes and I was like, you know what, I have 15 minutes where I could wake up a little earlier in the morning and just sit and drink my coffee and not think about law school, not think about anything and just look out the window and people watch. And that could be part of my hour. And if I do that consistently, it it builds up to an hour, but it's not that hard to fit it in. You just have to try. Yeah. I've been doing, I've been really fun. Um, been really into Olivia Rodrigo's driver's license. It's been Love really it. Home. And just like one round of that in between like a zoom call. Uh, I've yeah. Like especially like just need to step away from my computer, 
get that going, uh, sing it out loud, and then like then I can dive back into something. Yeah, so I guess this transitions more into our self-care queens part of the episode is we've talked about how things are hard. You know, we're anxious, we're depressed, and sometimes things don't look so good. But how do we make each, make ourselves feel better or make other people feel better, which can be a form of self-care in, in a more fun way? Yeah. Um, so the first thing that comes to my mind, and like, and Lee, I hope you feel this, is something our friends do, is like we love to poke fun at the system and like we and just like use some of these traits that make us anxious to have more more fun we have Mm -hmm. a competition over who can do the mini crossword the fastest the new york times mini crossword right right um please sponsor us but not officially i would Um, love that right and also we did like you know making I just like letting loose and having jokes about whether it's what you're learning you know the law can be really frustrating and law school is really silly like we just had a one day spring break um I won't say anything more than that but that's silliness very Uh, silly just silly to have just one day on a Wednesday in the middle of the week uh so you know um just making you know forcing yourself to smile and say like to the things to the points where you get exasperated and can laugh about it uh you have a system to fall back on yeah yeah definitely there are tons of things that we can kind of poke fun at and look at in in a light that if you're just studying these subjects yeah they can seem kind of dark obviously the law isn't the most light and happy thing but if you look at we took tax together and that was a really fun class we talked about taxes in I think a really funny way and it worked yeah, I love to apply taxes. We're, I'm a big entertainment buff, um, love talking about television. So anything, if I can apply it to the celebrities, I know. Um, oh, yeah. And I'm curious, Leah, this is a point I think some people differ on, of uh, relying on your outside of law school network for terms mm-hmm. of care, because I think sometimes yeah. people can be huge in getting you outside of the bubble. And then sometimes it's more stressful because you're trying to come at them with like, you know, why don't I understand torts? Like, why is torts so confusing? Mm-hmm. I have no idea what you're talking about. So like, did you find your, like your out of law school network is like part of your self-care or sometimes are they, you know, contribute to the stress? I think it definitely depends. I try not to bring up too much substance to my out of law school friends. You know, I, I tell them, I don't have a job yet. And they're like, oh, it's fine, you know, whatever. And they they don't understand kind of the more intricacies of finding a job during law school. So it it definitely depends on what you're kind of going to them for. But I know that my high school someone that went to my high school, which shall remain nameless for this podcast, is on a reality show on TLC. And um, my high school friends and I will talk about that, you know, once a week when the show is on, we will live text it. And that is just so fun to me. 
and just like getting everyone's reaction about this girl that we knew from high school and just talking about it, getting so out of my head is really important. Totally. Yeah. I just did a PowerPoint party with my friends. Oh, those are fun. Um, was really fun. Mine was, there's a sketch that Rachel Bloom did in like 2007 where she steals pets from the popular people. So mine was which pets my friends would steal from the popular people. Hopefully not my cat. Well, I don't know if I would be considered um, popular, but it was a flexible, it was a flexible definition, but yeah. Um, But yeah. And that, that uh, reminds me of my other self-care is also my um, job that I have outside of law school, which is walking dogs. So I recommend if there are any animal lovers who are coming into law school, currently in law school, download WAG, you know, walk some dogs, you'll get some money. It's kind of free therapy in that way. Gets you outside, gets you some vitamin D. And I've been really enjoying that. Yeah, I think having an activity, uh, whether it be like a part-time job or uh, anything outside of law school, it's like good to get yourself grounded or like something Mm -hmm. that's giving you self-esteem or serotonin. Uh, that's like you know unrelated to law school is is really helpful yeah um okay I think now we can uh transition to my game so I found this list online and if there's anything anybody knows about me it's that I love a good online list and this is 20 offbeat self-care ideas that you probably haven't tried um, now we are self-care queens, so we may yeah, have yeah. tried. I, I, I might be a little offbeat. I don't want to speak for you. We might <laughs> be a little bit offbeat. We are self-care queens, but there are definitely some on this list that I have not tried okay. that are very interesting. So we're going to play, would you try this? Um, and I'm going to say what it is. And then some of them are pretty normal and some of them are a little weirder. So, or have you tried this? Would you try this or have you tried this? Okay. So this one I've definitely tried. um, And I think you have too, is using a reward system, like bribing yourself. If you do something, then you get to do something else. I have done this. I break this a lot. Um, Okay. You know, this is one I could work on. Uh, because sometimes I reward myself before you. Yeah. You know, (laughs) it happens. So maybe not the most effective method for you of self-care. Right. Not for me, but maybe for you. Maybe. Um, probably, I probably break it without even realizing. Um, the next one is redecorating. I mean, like, would I try it? Yes, absolutely. Have I tried it minorly? You know, I'm a big, I'm a big believer in feng shui. And I did read the um, half of the organization, the magic of tidying up, you know. Classic um, Marie Kondo. Right, right. So I do love to fold my clothes. But I don't know if that's redecorating. No, I, th- I mean, it's not redecorating, but that's a, another good self-care tip. I purchased a new bedspread earlier this semester and it used to be pink and now this is a burnt orange I don't know if you could see in the video and it changed up my entire vibe I hated I'm in my room you know 10 hours a day doing zoom class and everything and just changing my bedspread it was like a 30 dollar 
switch and really made me feel a lot better um okay this one i'm i don't do but i know some people like it is watching asmr videos (laughs) i wow i actually i have done this my my roommate um who will remain nameless on this podcast did show me asmr um he does listen to them i found out I did know that. Um, another thing I'd like to point out, Becca's roommate is another uh, law student and living, I live with a law student as well. Living with a law student can sometimes be stressful because they're at different points in their success. Mm-hmm. Um, Becca and her roommate do something very interesting, or they did at least, called cave time. Do you want to describe cool. cave time really quickly? Yeah, actively do, obviously. Okay. Um, so yeah, cave time is what we call separate, silent, usually screen time, um, when we're both in our own rooms. So it's like, we're both extroverted introverts, I would say. And we like, sometimes maybe we'll commingle in the open spaces. I'm like acting like we're good friends, but we also <laughs> like to just have our own time. Um, he's watching ASMR videos. I'm watching This Is Us and Freeform shows. Okay. So yeah, that's so we, you know, there's a signal at our house when you're ready to cave up and you just go into your caves. And I've been actually FaceTiming him from my cave recently because that's just what I do now, apparently. Yeah, I think I text my roommate way more than I actually uh, speak to her in person just because it's easier, it's efficient. And um, yeah, Something that we practice in my household is my roommate is slightly more successful in some law school aspects than I am. And I don't know if this she gave me express permission or um, just by her actions, but I'm allowed to kind of make fun of her about it. So uh, she has a job. I don't. So I'm allowed to say something like, well, you have to buy the paper towels because you have a job and I don't, and I don't want to leave the house. And I pay for the paper towels, of course, but I think that's just like another thing of putting humor where, you know, it might otherwise be not a fun situation. Um, Okay, this one is weird. Squeezing ice cubes. Um, now I want to try it. I mean, I'm a big ice gal. Love a good iced water. Yeah. Have I ever squeezed an ice cube for self-care? No. This person says that it's it's a very interesting sensation. Um, I I don't know that, you know, I think it's kind of like the people who like, I don't know, paintball, things that I look at where I'm like, I just, it sounds painful. Right, right. Um, so that is definitely offbeat. Um, the next one, I told you they get kind of weirder, is playing with sound volume. So the person who submitted this says that it's a grounding method. When you feel really anxious, you go up two clicks on your volume when you're listening to something and then down three and then up two and then down three and it it can ground you and make you feel more balanced. See, I thought I was doing that because I'm hard of hearing. Maybe I've tricked myself into thinking that that was helping my anxiety and I was grounding myself. Just naturally. That's kind of impressive. 
Um, yeah, we're sponsoring so many unofficial items, but Leah and I are also um, big fans of the AirPod Pro series, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, which really that's, you know, been a huge self-care getting those from my mom as a gift. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. That was especially in when you're stuck in a house with other people, it's good to kind of tune them out. Yeah. Um, my roommate also has those, and I will say we scare each other a lot by accident oh, because a hazard in the home. I she does it. She's listening to a podcast. She's cleaning something in the kitchen, and I yell when I walk in, "Hey, I'm behind you." And then she still doesn't see me and I tap her and it's, it can be really hazardous. Um, This next one, I don't have the funds for right now, but I would love to do it. I dream about it. I daydream about it. I nightdream about it. Staying overnight at a nearby hotel. Wow. I have been, it's like this close to doing that recently is just like a staycation. I Mm -hmm. actually think like a staycation in downtown Boston, um, what is like on my mind. I would definitely do that and encourage people. And once the world opens up a little bit more in the future. um, Yeah. But yeah, I would totally do that. Yeah. I, I was just talking to someone recently about my favorite thing to do is to get to a hotel room. Like after you've been traveling and shower. Oh yeah. And use like products you've never used before. And just like shower free robe they give you and Uh, yeah yeah someone once ruined it for me they're like why do you want to be in like someone else's cloth and and they just really they uh yucked my yum I told them how much I loved hotel showering and putting on that robe but it's just care shaming and we don't do that here we don't self-care shame so you, uh, if anyone's listening and they want to email either me or Becca or justlawpod at, bc- at gmail.com with their self-care ideas, they can. Um, Becca, thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, it was my pleasure. This was really fun. And do you have any last tips for the BC community on how to love themselves in times of stress? Yeah, I would just say, you know, make sure it's a process, make sure you work at it. And obviously, there's nothing too offbeat uh, to treat yourself with. So yeah, I guess. And also, we definitely are big proponents of seeking professional help. And we probably shouldn't mention that in the beginning. Yeah, Uh, yeah, it's, you know, I'll protect my therapist's privacy by not name dropping her which is different yeah. than every other conversation I have with individuals. She usually comes up. Yes. Uh, but yeah, cope, like there's, you know, Massachusetts, Mass Health or BC's insurance or whatever insurance you're on. Uh, don't give up. Work with providers to find someone for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can definitely email me or BC Lab 5. There's a list of therapists. I've, I've sent a list of, of Boston area therapists to one of my friends. Yeah, I have that stacked in my yeah. email somewhere. <laughs> uh, because yeah but definitely it's not weakness to seek a professional help and to honestly yeah. for lawyers who love to chat it's great to talk for on an almost uninterrupted for an hour sometimes oh yeah it it's- is so nice to just have someone who also knows absolutely no players in the game I hate when I'm complaining about someone to even my mom and she goes 
oh, but Leah, they don't mean that. They're so nice and all of this stuff. It's like, okay, but just let me complain for a minute. Yeah. So it's very nice to just complain. My, my therapist is my best cheerleader. She's like, you got into law school. You're doing yeah. the thing. You're keeping going. Sometimes like in the midst of a story, a law phrase will come out. You know, if I'm complaining about work. Hi, Myla. It's my turn. <laughs> it's my turn now. Um, no, see, Milo would be a bad therapist for right. you because she interrupts. Yeah. But, and then my therapist will be like, see, look, you know law, you're so smart. And sometimes I'm like not in a mood to take it, but sometimes I'll be like, I am really smart. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So I think there's definitely something to be said about seeking professional help when needed and also when not needed. I think preventative healthcare is, you know, mental health is a part of that you go to the doctor every year to check in on your body or you should people should go to the doctor um you should check in with someone sometimes so thank you to all who have tuned in and are enjoying mental health monday and i will speak to you next week Oh.